0: Win or lose? Are we feeling the love this morning? Well, now that we've had time to sleep on it, let's talk about it. It's time for
1: Monday Morning Quarterback, Tuesday edition on WTMJ Now. Everybody hurts! Oh, my God. It's like a cliche, isn't it? Every time this happens, we get this song. Thank you, Producer Charlie. Yes! We are, uh, bemoaning the loss last night. Brandon Snide, big <sighs> sports guy. In studio. We're all just sighing. You know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't that I had to stay up late, which I did. And mm-hmm. I, of course, you can't sleep right away after that fiasco.
0: No. My wife doesn't understand that. Why? I, I don't know. She's like, why don't you go to bed right after the game? I, I don't know, because I can't. Because we're invested <laughs> in the, in the franchise that I take a personal. Win or I know when they beat Kansas City, I was up to one in the morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't know what old Steve was like. I, I would literally not sleep. Like old I, Steve is like n- 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 Brandon I've gone brand. yeah, yeah. three remotes this year. Yeah, you're the version of me like yeah. 30 years ago. That's I lived and died. I mean, oh, I can still hilarious. remember losing that that NFC <laughs> Championship game mm-hmm. to uh, Seattle and how heartbreaking that mm-hmm. was
0: and. That was a bad one.
1: Or the, remember the
0: uh, Terrell Owens mm-hmm. catch over the middle in San Francisco? Jerry Rice fumbled. Oh, yeah, Jerry, yeah, he did fumble. <laughs> Pre-review, uh, right? The Giants in 07, speaking of the Giants. I was at that game. 2011 Giants. froze my butt off to watch yeah, them go that to the Super cold. Bowl. Had Super Bowl
1: tickets in hand Oof. that I didn't get to use. But last night was a regular season game. But here we are, all excited about this team, four out of their last five games. Mm-hmm. And I did the pregame show along with Vincent and Eric, and we're all a little tired today, but we did. We had fun doing the show on uh, sort of a joint broadcast between uh, WTMJ and 94.5 ESPN. And um, I said the Packers would win by a touchdown, and, and it's a game they they should have won by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is they lost to the Giants on a last second field goal, which I know there's some people that want to defend Joe Barry because they're statistically they're not the worst defense. But situa- situational awareness is not something that Joe Barry gets. There's there's images out on the on the old internet right now that on the last series, mm-hmm. the last four Giants where they were moving down the field at a rapid pace to score that winning field goal with I think they started with a minute thirty three left, roughly. They had safeties that weren't even in the picture.
0: Fifteen yards off the ball. What are you doing? Cornerbacks, fifteen yards off the ball. What are you doing? I don't. I wonder if Joe Barry thought they were up 7. I don't know what he was thinking. Like do we just got to keep him out of the end zone and we're good? Like I don't know. But see, this is where it becomes frustrating for a Packer fan because you have seen it far too often. It happened all the time under Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely. He throws a touchdown and Jordan Love Shout out to Jordan Love because it was a bad game. It was, yeah. Steve, it was a bad game from from throw one through the end of his and the most of that game. He just he struggled. His accuracy was down. Timing looked off. He underthrew a couple of passes, missed a couple of wide-open guys, but he came through, man, when they needed him. And the defense just – 209 rushing yards they allowed. Yeah. They're, the they're Giants, horrible. What they, don't rush first, the ball very well. Horrible run defense. Like, it, I, it must be in the air, in the water in Green Bay just to not have a good special teams or a good defense because the special teams was, was no better than the defense.
1: I said it after the game. Fire Joe Barry. Rich Basaccia, whatever his mm-hmm. name is, no, I'm done with him. Their special teams rank horribly. He's been saved the last few years by uh, mm-hmm. Nixon,
0: and he's the highest paid coordinator.
1: <laughs> yeah, boy, well, he's, he's an assistant head coach. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't let that guy near a head coaching position.
0: No, he got that because of what he did with with uh, the Raiders at the time when you know they they fired their yes. coach. And no, he almost took him to the playoffs, but yeah, it's 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 a disaster. But this is this is the one knock on Matt Lafleur that I have. I thought last night he he called a fairly decent game. I. I could probably do without the, uh, I think Jaden Reed actually just ran another end around. Uh, I'd have to go check. But, yeah, I could do without. The, what was it was like 15 of I those. I could do without all of that. But I think overall he called a, a, a fairly good game. Now, Wink Martindale, his real name's not Wink. Did you know that? His real name's Don. I put it on social media. Like, there's already a Wink Martindale that's very famous. Yeah.
1: Why is this dude passing himself off as Wink when his name is Don? He's a good coordinator.
0: He was good in, in Baltimore. He's good in New York. Uh, he brings a lot of pressure. And I think that's what kind of threw off the Packers' offense and, and not having guys like Christian Watson and Aaron Jones. You you could see the impact, and, and Luke Musgrave as well. But shout out to uh, Tucker Craft. He had a really good game, too, led the Packers in receiving. But, you know, Green Bay could have folded in that game, Steve. He had the fumble on special teams. Jordan Love with an interception with a fumble. They made progress last night. I know it was a loss. I know it wasn't pretty. I know it sucks. I know the Giants aren't good. Uh, the Packers, though, might not be good either. Like, we're still figuring that out. They're average. We're navigating those roads. But they did something that they hadn't been able to do in, in weeks past. Remember in that Bronco game, Jordan Love had an opportunity to, to take the lead. He failed. He had an opportunity in the Monday night game, their last Monday night game, against the Raiders to take the lead late, and he failed. They did it this time mm-hmm. in New York, and it didn't result in a victory. But it's still a step in the process you wanted to see. I am – Impressed that even despite
1: that horrible first half that Jordan Love had, at the end, when they needed the mm-hmm. go ahead touchdown, tremendous passes in a in a very tight space yeah. where the defender actually had great position. Mm-hmm. And this is what amazed me about Jordan Love. No fear. No. I don't nothing care what he did. Them. Nothing yeah. that's the kind of quarterback we need. So I'm not gonna go all in on Jordan Love. What do you think? Eight five five six one six one six twenty, the old national bank fucking text line. We'll entertain your calls or comments. Big-time sports guy Brandon Snide joining joining me on a special Tuesday edition of Monday Morning Quarterback right here in WTMJ.
0: But the story continues for the Giants defensively. Here's Reed. He's got the first down. He's got the touchdown. Packers on
1: top. Oh, Monday Morning Quarterback on a Tuesday, yes. Monday night not been good for the Packers this year. They uh, drop one in agonizing fashion as the uh, Giants walk them off with a field goal. How long was that field goal? Like thirty some yards? Not, not long. Not
0: long. Thirty six, I believe.
1: Horrific defense played mm-hmm. by the Packers secondary in, yeah, in that last. It was, minutes. but
0: I think you, I think part of you needs to tip the cap though to, to Tommy DeVito. I, I'm getting annoyed with the story and the cutaway on on ESPN to the family kissing each other or whatever. they're I knew doing. this
1: would happen, and I'm I'm, yeah. a Ta- I'm a Sicilian and Italian.
0: Yeah, it bothers me. It's annoying. They're like cliches. Yeah. Like stop he, it, Charlie. I think producer Charlie goes. Is he, is he in a Halloween costume? He looks like a character from like nobody dresses
1: like that anymore. Nah. This is not 1950 New Jersey. <laughs> what about it? What yeah. are you doing?
0: He made a he made a good throw. Nixon was a step behind in, in that last drive. It sucks, uh, but I mean, some guys. You know, sometimes guys just make plays, and, that, and he did. And uh, you want to see a different defense? Obviously, there from Joe Barry. Really, all game long, they just. Players still have to step up, and I'm you and I are, are are on the same wavelength when it comes to Joe Barry. But where was Rashawn Gary last night? Where was Kenny Clark last night? This is a team the Giants Smith. have been getting
1: sacked like crazy. We have the zero. They're sack. the highest
0: sack team in the NFL. How is that even possible? Their sack rate allowed is almost almost twenty percent, and you could not get to them. They got to them. They got close, and they all over pursued, and, and they allowed them to rush the ball like like no other. But yeah, is
1: this Devito guy anything?
0: If anything, he's a. <laughs> I mean, they're. They're rallying around them. You got to give the Giants credit. They're they've won three in a row, and, oh, and this was set goodness. up for Green Bay to kind of fail, and, and and the Giants coming off of a bye week, so they had two weeks in, essentially to prepare for the Green Bay Packers. The Packers were coming off an emotional win Sunday night on primetime TV against arguably the greatest quarterback uh, to play, in Patrick Mahomes, and that was a big win. The week before that, they won on Thanksgiving, so they had the, you know, the Packers were in an emotional roller coaster. The Giants had a couple weeks to sit back, get guys healthy. And look, I don't want to make excuses for for the Packers, but when your best two offensive players I mean, really, you could say three because you don't have David Bakhtiari, but when your top two offensive players aren't playing your, your backs are kind of against the wall. It is what it is. The Christian Watson question is interesting because
1: he does stretch the field. I saw a yeah. lot of people making that comment. A lot of experts on the mm-hmm. NFL, so to speak. Um, any thought that He is going to, he's got, he's got to come back. Otherwise, what are we talking about? Every week we have, we have a short field for the other team to play defense against.
0: And things got worse last night. Jaden Reed concussion. Uh, Dontavian Wicks, uh, after the game, told the reporter his ankles uh, effed up. So you can kind of assume that that's not good news. Probably a high ankle sprain, which will, could take him out for the rest of the year. And he's been really, you know, a a guy that's been coming along very nicely in the second half of the season. But could you imagine this receiver? Group Steve, if you don't have Christian Watson, if you don't have Jaden Reed or Wicks, you don't have Musgrave, and, and that's what I mean. Like we, we got to understand, we, you got to understand these Packers losses in context. Who do they have? Who do they not? It matters. It does matter. It matters on the play sheet and it matters on the field. Christian Watson is the engine that helps this offense go, because defenses have to account for him, and they usually can't do it with one player. You usually need a safety over the top of Christian Watson because he's six four with with four three speed. Hmm. and he and he's been able to adapt into his role as being that number one guy five touchdowns out of Christian Watson in the last three games he obviously didn't play last night soft tissue injury again it's like his fifth hamstring injury in the last two years i can't anticipate he'll be ready to go sunday either
1: sunday a noon game i yeah. i believe against the Tampa mm-hmm. Bay uh, are you going? Of, no because it's our christmas we we so That's right. yep. friends are going yep. um from the old National Bank talking text line, this is from Bob and Walker Shall you appreciate this, Stephen? Brad and your
0: boys may not win a remaining game. Go Bears! Oh, it's funny hearing Bears fans all of a sudden get back into the. Oh yeah, <laughs> Justin Fields is the, messiah the most now annoying again. fan base I've like the most ignorant, uneducated fan base I've ever been around. It's talk radio They've been is. calling for him to be fired for the last three years. Mm-hmm. They beat the Lions, who again aren't very good. They, they at least this part of the year. And now he's, you know, now they're the greatest things in sliced bread. Uh,
1: te- Texer says uh, Joe Barry should have been gone last year. Joe Barry should never been hired.
0: <laughs> but I agree. But realistically, agree. <laughs> uh, Matt LaFleur's is a fan of both Rick Basaccia and Joe Barry. I, I, they're, yeah. they're buds. Yeah, him and Joe Barry go back. And I think, you know, that's where the hiring, you know, became an issue. And really, you could look at since 2019 when Matt LaFleur was hired, he has not been able to hire coordinators. He just like, look at his tree per se, you know, like who out of Matt LaFleur's tree has left and has been successful. Speaking of Chicago, they've been calling for Luke Getze to be fired all season long. Mm -hmm. Now they're, you know, now he's the greatest thing, but like they've been calling for him to be fired. He's a Matt LaFleur guy. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett fired in Denver, struggling in New York. Like none of his guys have, have really left and been successful. He just has not been able to hire that coordinator that really has helped push him over the top. And they, Really, I mean, you can go back to maybe Dom Capers, where this Packers organization hasn't been able to identify a good defensive coordinator in quite some time.
1: Uh, from the old National Bank talking text line, uh, young team not surprised for two big wins. I, you know, th- we, all had, we all said this at the beginning of the season, patience, right? Mm-hmm. I have to apologize to my wife, Kathy. I was a lunatic last Tonight. night in watching this game because my expectations have risen, mm-hmm. and I'm yelling and screaming and pounding my table next to my <laughs> favorite chair watching this game. And I was surprised how quickly I went back to the
0: mm-hmm. really care about every game. I was, too. I was right there. Yeah, it's like, what happened? even before the Chiefs game, like, well, during the Chiefs game, I'm like, eh, you know, as long as it's close, mm-hmm. keep, it, keep it respectable, play well. And then they won the game, and now it's like, okay, we're 6-6. Six and six. The playoffs are actually really possible. Well, they were, they were in the playoffs if, yeah. you, if it would have ended then. Well, they're still in now. They're yes. the 7th seed. And I think that's what we also got to realize. They were going to have a slip-up. I don't think they were going to be able to win six, seven straight games uh, going into the playoffs. Maybe they could have. It's not an Aaron Rodgers-led team. It's it's a young team, much different than the team that ran the table in, what was it, 2016. So it's a little bit different. Uh, but they were going to have a slip-up. They're a young team. They're going to learn from it. Um, and I, I anticipate a different team come Sunday against Tampa. Just, I mean, I I don't know. Maybe this is just like a prisoner of the moment, Steve, but I just don't remember a team, watching a team, being a fan of a team, having this many injuries every yeah. single Week every single week it seems like somebody or some bodies are dr- literally dropping out of a game and in two of your best receivers your two of your top three receivers are now out in that game last night and could be out for Sunday
1: on their pregame yesterday with Vincent Eric we talked about the field any mm-hmm. any sense that the field caused any of these injuries no, or was part of the problem uh, no
0: Jaden Reed was a concussion and Wicks actually got rolled up on by his own guy so friendly fire on there it's unfortunate but. You know, you'll probably get more clarification. I would anticipate as the week goes on because they're. Remember, it's Tuesday. They play Sunday, so it's a short week for the Packers. So now they got to. There's no days off, even if they won. They're back to work uh, at Lambeau this morning. Still time to weigh in on the old National
1: Bank talking text 616 eight five five six one six one six twenty. I want to talk about clock management. A lot of a lot of folks weighing in on how the Packers conducted themselves in the last two minutes of that game. Could they have run the clock down? I can answer that question, but we'll do it after the break on WTMJ. Damn. knocked over.
0: Touchdown Green Bay! Oh, that was a high point for that last two minutes. You knew when he caught it, though. You're like, yeah, that's too much time on the
1: game <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sam joins us from Milwaukee. Hey, Sam, welcome to the show. Great, thanks for having me. Sure. What do you think? Um, Yeah, that was a great play, that touchdown, but what about that fourth and one when he stretched it over to set up the first touchdown? That was another great play, but anyway. Absolutely. Uh, You know, the game last night, I'm not even surprised. Um, And Yeah, we're a young team, but let's go back with Brett Favre. We had the NFC Championship in Lambeau against the Giants. We lost. Oh, yeah. A couple years after that, we had the Giants in a playoff game at Lambeau, and we lost. We went to London last year. We had the halftime lead. We came out. We lost to the Giants. We went into our slide. We this team owns us. We can't beat the Giants for some reason. It's we a, just can't.
0: It's the curse of the Giants. Well, they beat them. Thanks for the call, man. They beat them in 2011 to go on to the Super Bowl. Remember that they had to. That was that stretch they had to win. And yeah, beat that was them. a regular season game. Yeah, it was like towards the end of December. Yeah, he's not, Sam's not wrong though.
1: It, I was at the game. Uh, they were 15 and one that year, year after the yeah. Super Bowl, and the Giants came in and destroyed hey, yeah. us. At, I mean, they, they they
0: do. They play them tough. Um, usually have you know a, a pretty solid defense, uh, but. You know, I again. I just I don't think the Giants beat the Packers last night. I, I just don't. The Packers, the Packers beat the Packers. You, you turn the ball over on special teams. Keyshawn Nixon had the, one of the worst games he's probably ever had in his professional career. Yes, you. Jordan Love. I don't know what he was doing on that fumble. I don't know why he stopped running. I mean, it's a first down. Even if it's not a first down, you, you're probably pretty close enough to go for it. Uh, but I think he walks into a first down. Tucker Kraft had the edge sealed. And then he fumbles the ball, and then the interception was widely underthrown. So, like, these are mistakes that the Packers made. Not that the Giants didn't step up and make these plays. I, the Packers just, they flat out didn't play the game that they needed to play. I don't think the Giants outplayed them, though.
1: Brandon Snide joining me on Monday morning quarterback Tuesday edition. All right, so they're six and seven. They still hold that seventh. Somehow, mm-hmm. there's like a ton of teams that are six and seven. Yeah, there's
0: like six teams that are six and seven. And the
1: one that's directly above us is the, the Vikings are seven and six, and we play them in Minnesota. And they're not good. So, so what does it look like? We have four games remaining, two at home, two mm-hmm. on the road. Um, Tampa's a decent team. Carolina's horrible. Mm-hmm. You, you cannot lose that game. you got Minnesota and the Bears at home to wrap it up.
0: I think if your toughest part of the schedule out of those remaining games that you just said, Steve, is going to be Sunday. Um, against and, Tampa. Not the against, Bears against game against at the Tampa. end of the season? Not, not yet, because we, we, a lot can change. You know, I, I don't, I don't see that. You know, the Bears are playing better. They haven't necessarily played, you know, other than the Lions, which the Lions are reeling, completely reeling, falling apart really since Thanksgiving, even before that. Um, but the Bears are playing better. I give them credit. The Bears are playing better. It's, it looks like a team that's starting to believe into their coaching staff a little bit and believe into the the direction that they're going. But until the Bears beat the Packers, I just, it's, I'm not going to fear that yet. But Tampa Bay is a team I fear because again, their defense is, is, is above average. You know Baker Mayfield's not a world beater, but he's a he's a veteran quarterback, and and it's been proven now with the Joe Barry defense, you don't need to be good to beat this defense. So I mean Baker Mayfield can come into Lambeau, and I'm 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 worried about the injuries. I'm worried about the offensive injuries. I need Aaron Jones back. You're not going to obviously get uh, Christian Watson. You're probably not going to get Christian Watson. Jaden Reed. I don't know if he'll have enough time to clear. They're going to run protocol. out of receivers here. Dontavian Wicks is likely done. Malik Keith stepped up in a big way. I still think his first catch was a touchdown. You and I talked about it this yeah, that's, morning.
1: That's insane. We have to figure this out. The he NFL had,
0: doesn't know what a catch is. You can
1: stick the ball over the goal line, never touch the end zone. That's a touchdown. A guy catches the ball, Has two
0: hands feet, on it,
1: two hands, both feet down, takes a step, and a guy knocks it away from him. I think which he took
0: three steps. <laughs> his crazy. third step is when he got hit out of his hand. Which it doesn't matter because he, he redeemed himself. Uh, but it, you know, it, it, it don't matter. But nonetheless, the NFL officiating last night was. Awful. One of the worst years I've ever Awful. seen. Awful. What is happening? I honestly I, I don't I don't I don't know. I, these guys aren't being held accountable, I don't think, in, in any regards. They do the two minute report after the uh after the game and they just give you the by the book definitions on why they called the a play. I mean right out of the gate they called the a pass interference on uh, I think it was Valentine, Carrington Valentine. He didn't even touch the guy. Yeah. The receiver didn't even know he threw the ball.
1: <laughs> Let's end it the way we started it. Uh, a listener from Rockport, Texas, thanks for the long distance listen, by the way, uh, says this. Just remember, we all said a good season was was
0: about eight or nine or nine and eights. I think you're right. If you would have told me, Steve, let me lay this out for you. If you would have told me back in April when the Green Bay Packers decided to trade the four time MVP and Aaron Rodgers, that Jordan Love would be near the top of the league in yards tied for 5th in touchdown passes and the Packers would be in the playoffs in week 15 playoffs I think we I think you and I would have signed up for that yes this of season we would. was all about figuring out do you have a franchise quarterback or do you not have a franchise quarterback I think personally I've said it before on Wisconsin's morning news I've told you on the air and off the air I think the Packers have their answer and I think Jordan Love is the solution. So I think that I, this has been a successful year, regardless of how it ends. I was telling a legendary
1: local broadcaster, Dan Needles, last night on social media, my disappointment is not in the team. This is kind of what we expected. Mm-hmm. I wanted this game to be a launching pad for Jordan Love nationally. Mm-hmm. He got some of that last, actually the last two weeks, two Detroit weeks, yeah. and Kansas City. This would have been the trifecta of like, yeah. oh my goodness, look at this guy. Now he got some of that back at the end, and
0: they lost not because of him, because of that last Series on mm-hmm. defense. That's but my you're, take. You're and you're not wrong, but you're you're seeing it throughout the league, though. Patrick Mahomes has struggled. Josh Allen has struggled. Tua at home last night, up fourteen with three and a half minutes. They lose. No quarterback this year, maybe outside of Dak Prescott, has consistently played week in and week out. Jalen Hurts has been awful out there in Philly. He was the MVP favorite just weeks ago. Maybe, maybe I hate to say this. Maybe Tom Brady's right. He is right. Ooh. Tom Brady is. I know you're not going to like that, but he is spot on. The NFL is yeah. a bad product. It's getting soft. It's getting very bad. Not enough hard practicing. Not enough practicing, period. Ooh. <laughs> you feeling better about yourself now? I'm, I'm good. The Bucks oh. saved
1: it. That would have been a cherry on top oh. of an
0: awful night. I lost in fantasy football by two points Oh, in the last game, the uh, Derrick Henry touchdown and then mm. that other Monday night game. Here's the other thing. Don't ESPN, ABC... I don't need a split screen if I'm watching the pack. I don't want to watch. Because you can't see anything. I can't see it. What is that about? I don't need to see the Titans and Dolphins. If I want to see it, I'll, I'll check the score. Their whole
1: argument was well, you have games going out at the same time on Sunday. I don't care. This is Monday night. This is yeah. supposed to be a special game. And now you're going to convolute it by putting two or three games on? No. I wonder
0: if, and I know we're up against the clock, if last night's games, they were both like identical, both last second wins. Yeah. Does the NFL think like, hmm, two Monday night games? Oh, my goodness. That just increases the chance you're going to have more night games. I don't like night games. I think you should get rid of Thursday night football and move it to Saturday night football. That contract's been signed, sealed, and delivered. That's not going
1: anywhere. No, it's not. Because you're going to have Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday is what you're going to mm-hmm. have.
0: Yeah. No, you're not wrong.
1: All right. Thanks for sitting in, man. Well, thanks for having me. Tuesday edition with Brandon Snide, Monday morning quarterback on a Tuesday.